I think we're in it now, man. The DJ Eakin podcast. I am DJ Eakin. The lovely Brittany Gonzalez is here. Um, Brittany, be, before we even get into the things that I want to do today and talk to you about, um, if I could ask you, because I say essentially, I guess our foundation would be hip hop. If you had a favorite hip hop group out right now, who would it be? And why? Isn't it's a group, right? You said. Well, what, 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 what would make it easier for you if I if I asked you your favorite hip hop artist? What would you? Which way would you rather take the question? Yeah, it's okay. So right now, what I'm looking for in hip hop is just fun, or you know, some some good lyrics. So I don't. There's no group out right now that's that's giving me that. I would say it's all solos. And I know you're gonna hate my first one, but I'm gonna go ahead and say because she always keeps me hype, and, I, and she's got lines even if someone else wrote them for her. Cardi B. Cardi B is my favorite right now. Like. Everything she touches, I love. Um, so, like her on the remix with Lotto, fire, fire. Um, well, what are you on me? I've been acting brand new. Well, well, let me be clear on my thoughts on Cardi B. Okay, I'm gonna be clear. I actually love Cardi B. What? And, and I'm gonna tell you why I love Cardi B because I think Cardi B is um, like hip hop's Cinderella. Amazing. Right, and and here's here's why. Yeah, yeah. Here's why. And, and another thing that you just mentioned, let me be clear on that. I ain't got no problem with someone else writing someone's lyrics because we don't complain about that mm-hmm. when we're talking country music or R&B music. Right. I, I, I guess to me, though, if you, we are talking like when we're talking about this top five greatest of all time, I'm not going to include Cardi with that when it comes to being like what what's so-called an, what's what we call an MC. No, I wouldn't. But I am extremely happy that yeah. once Cardi started to break, right, and, and and even my story on Cardi B, right, and you might have been one of the chicks that told me. When I first started hearing about Cardi B and I started seeing the videos, I wasn't really checking for the music because I had heard two or three records that didn't move me at all. It, and I, this is my DJ, so I didn't move me at all. And then she dropped Bodak Yellow, right? And when she dropped Bodak Yellow, I was so far to the left on her music that I still wasn't checking. Like I saw the videos and I thought that she had this personality that just drew you in. Right. It was just like, she's this chick and being from the Bronx, I know her. That's how I feel. Like, I feel like I personally know Cardi B. Like she's a lot of Boricua chicks that I know from the Bronx. Right. And so I, I gave, I was like, yo, this it's funny. It's whatever. But it was, it was her being really her. When the record dropped, the Bodak yellow record, it took like, you four or five other chicks really saying, yo, Eakin, you need to peep this record. This one will go in your parties. Right. And I am also a a believer in the fact that someone doesn't have to be a DJ to know good music. I, I, I don't, I don't think that Britney has to be a DJ per se to know a record that feels good to her. And so, and I also believe that my parties start with you. Like if you ain't no women in there partying with me, it's a lost cost to me like i ain't partying with no bunch of dudes i'm sorry i just ain't doing it i just don't want to do it i ain't trying to do it and i ain't doing it right so after like the fourth or fifth girl told me i actually dropped bodak yellow on a party so i am okay with saying that i might have been fairly late but when i dropped it and saw the reaction bona fide hit like it was no question i was like i missed but i'm here now right and so then it became a staple right and to your other point about when, when you're talking, when you mention like, you know, some of some people, are they so purist. Well, Cardi B don't write her lyrics and this and that and the other. Here's what I when I say I love about Cardi B and her label, give them big props, her team management, whoever did A&R. Once they got Bodak Yellow and they decided to do a Cardi project and album, they put together a dope album. That Cardi album, and and I heard and and I was reading somewhere like the process that went into making that record. I like I like it, right? And you may notice, isn't uh-huh. I, I like it really like an I old school that. like Spanish song? And I like it. It's really based off of an old school yeah. Spanish song. Yeah. Right? Do you know what that song is called? I know it's big in like the Latin community, right? It's a big record, right? Yeah, but I don't. I know it. I just don't. I don't know the story behind it, but I know that they sampled it, and right. it's you know like a Spanish, a kind of a Spanish song. But, um, right now, the story I yeah, read, so I, but I didn't know what went into Cardi B. Right, the story I read on that one record in particular, right, was like 
it took them like four, six, maybe even eight months to finally finish that record because when they started it, it was cool. Still wasn't where they wanted it at. And then they sent it to like somebody who really did reggaeton and really did reggaeton drums. A dude like that worked on it. It was like a really dope story on just that particular record alone. And then you listen to her project. He was like, she's really got good records coming out of it. You know, and to me, when they do that, when your team does that, I would rather get that than somebody talking about they keeping it real and they records is. You know, you know, I, I I humped the chick, right? And she came over and, and I told her, man, uh, kiss my ass. And and then, you know, I pulled a gun, right? And then, you know, we smoked all the weed. And then, you know, I went to the strip club, right? And I threw $10,000 because you ain't got it. And, 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 uh, and uh, that's on seven records in a row. And I'm, and I'm, I'm clicking out. I'm out. Yeah. Sorry. I'm out. Sorry. It's I'm sorry. Yeah. And you know, and I love she just she kind of jumps into into different spaces too where I just feel like it's all fun. You know, I don't know. I just love it. And I love how she puts other artists on like even Scarlett. Did you hear about Scarlett, the no. rapper who's like Okay, so Scarlett is super hardcore. She's out of somewhere out of New York, one of the boroughs. I don't want to say the wrong one cuz I know everybody reps there is hard. But she's very tough and on the outside like she raps like real deep voice and you know um she just and she's got a, a scar on her lip i don't know where it came from i don't know what happened what her story is but i know that she's had a, a very hard upbringing you know she didn't have maybe her parents and family didn't support her so she came from a rough life and she's blowing up because of this song that she's repping new york and it's like get the f- out new york back the f- out new york you gotta oh, have yeah i did see her right i did see her That's- she's just like you know so anyway so cardi's uh put her on and was just like reposted met her they were in the same studio and she invited her to the studio and was like hey you know i want to meet you i think you're doing great like keep going you got my support and like posted her and she just does stuff like this all the time for up-and-coming artists and puts them on so i love that energy too so it's all cardi she's just she's, she's in it for the fun of the music it's not like to be number one the best and even though she's you know, she's great, but... Oh, she's she's from the Bronx. Brit, she's from the Bronx. She's from the oh, Bronx okay, so and, and raised in Brooklyn. Yeah. And so. she signed to Epic now. That's dope. Well, yeah, who but, would you... Who for you, like, right now, who are you loving every time, you know, you go to, uh, to um, listen to? Yeah, if I'm going to listen, I ain't going to lie to you right now. I am still he- heavy into the Kendrick project because I, I personally am still a fan of projects. Right. And so I, I want, I'm not saying everybody that I've ever liked an album has given me a no skip project, but I like, like, you know, I remember the video Beyonce had put out that said rappers aren't putting or artists aren't putting together like full projects anymore. Everybody's just looking for that single trying to go viral or whatever. And I think when an artist is, when you're like Kendrick is, he kind of just stays true to being Kendrick. Right. And I think the sales have come because of because people have been Kendrick fans from, you know, from that day. And I'm not even saying like I'm a Kendrick stan or something like that. But that Mr. Morale and the Hot Steppers album has been in heavy rotation just because a lot of those records to me, they actually mean something. Right. Like the record Cry Together, where him and old girl are just going at it the whole record. And and before the record um, starts, it's like this is how most relationships sound. And and it's just like, fuck you, nigga. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, nigga. And then they talking all kinds of stuff about what's wrong with the relationship. And then what's crazy, it ends with, well, latest on the couch. And then they, they after the argument, they've been telling each other everything they hate about him, the whole record, Brit. And then they, ha- then they get into it. And, and it just like, when you think about people you know and probably maybe in a relationship you've been in, you like, Wow. And 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 it, and it kind of goes this is what the world sounds like. And it's crazy like records like that. He's got a record on it called Auntie Diaries and it talks about his aunt that is a stud. But he loved hanging with her growing up and it just goes all through like how his cousins and uncles they ain't like her and he asked his mom why he's like they don't like her because she get more ass than them. And she like she's the coolest <laughs> thing to him growing up. She cut his hair. She was, you know, she was like the first person who really took him under her wing, but she's a really his aunt that is a stud and then as the story keeps going in the record he realizes that his cousin is is gay but nobody else act like they couldn't see it but he been saw it and he even mentions in like his cousin did the full sex change even before 
Caitlyn Jenner wow. made it made it popular. And then his cousin, like some kind of way, the preacher tried to call him out, but he stood up for him in church. Kendrick just really gives you, and I kind of with a dude like Kendrick, I really get to picture the you know when he's rhyming to me. I just I'd be like, yo, I'm kind of getting it, so I'm kind of in it. He's got a lot of dope records on there, and, he, and what really surprised me is how much Kodak was involved in the album. Like Kodak kind of plays narrator of the Kendrick album, and it surprised me. And then him and Kodak actually ha- actually have a pretty dope record together too. So I would say that's a mainstay, and then you're gonna be super surprised by another mainstay. And I'm saying this joint has been a mainstay, and I was surprised because I didn't like, like I didn't I I wasn't even a super fan of the record that kind of blew him because I I was like, can I get the hook because this record is too damn long. And then I was like, it's okay. He fills a space. And when the second album came out, the first single went so far. It was so crazy that I was like, I'm going to give this album a listen. And I rode with it from here to Orlando. And I didn't even realize when a record changed. And I was like, this album is trash. So when the new album came, I said, I'm going to give it a listen. And let me tell you something right now. That Jack Harlow album, that Jack Harlow album, that Jack Harlow album. Look, look, I, look, sometimes we get on these, you know, we get on these podcasts and stuff and we are quick to talk. And you and I have talked about this, right? We are quick to be like, this is whack and this. I don't like this and this. Let me say it right now. Shouts out to my man, DJ Drama. Shouts out to Jack and his camp and whoever went in on that project because I didn't read all the credits or whatever because that's the problem with digital and, and, and streaming. I can't necessarily just read the credits. But big shouts to Jack Harlow too. Like that Jack Harlow album, it's 30 minutes. You're 30 minutes and you're out because all the records is like two minutes, two and a half minutes. But yo, the Jack <laughs> Harlow album is a mainstay right now, Brittany. Like, like you know how wow. you, you listen to an album that stays up in your, like, your top six and when you open the... Yeah. Jack, Jack Harlow ain't moved since that album been out. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. So I do love Jack Harlow, but, you know, I only listen to his radio plays. So, right. and I mean, he's got some songs in him. You know, I, I like his lines and stuff. I can see this whole city from a balcony. Anyway, <laughs> but I don't know the album is good, so I gotta, I gotta give it a listen, because, um, yeah. And I will say this. I will say this. If you're thinking you're gonna get Jack Harlow, uh, what is the record that he sampled Fergie? Um, first Class? Uh, yeah, First yeah. Class. First? Like, who have, like, and even that record, right? I didn't think that that record was that dope. I just thought whoever flipped that sample really killed it. I, I didn't, I, Jack Harlow could have not been on that record, and I still would have thought uh-huh. whoever flipped that Fergie sample, that to me was what, that, yeah. that made that record, right? And so, if you think about it though, Brittany, and you're at radio every day, you really didn't get no single for this new Jack Harlow album. No, we didn't. Exactly. He's got a record out called They Don't Love It, right? And that's the one that the video is out on. But as far as like the normal Jack Harlow radio push and how he would have been doing interviews and all this stuff, think about it. The Jack Harlow album just kind of slid out here. Why do you think that happened though? Was I think they just any radio plays in in the album or honestly and truly i don't think it's a lot of like with where radio is right now radio records of what a programmer would say is a radio record on the album like from what you're used uh-huh. to getting from jack harlow like i like w- i think once he gave us first class right it's almost like they sat jack in a certain place of looking for certain records from jack harlow and i don't think he gave us he to me on this particular album we didn't get any of those records on this album. That's dope music to me, but it's like Jack right. Harlow really in his rhyme bag on this album. Oh, he, good. He I is, love that. Yeah, he is really on in his rhyme bag on, on this album. He's got, and I didn't even know we'd be here. The album's called Jack Man, right? And um, he's got a record called Common Ground. That starts the album, right? Common Ground is all about how the majority of the kids now that seem to be because you know how i say that numbers are dictating the industry now right and a lot of these kids that run up the numbers they ain't never been to the hood they ain't never ever in their life um been to some of these places that they get to now see on the internet they never have so they can you know so they are helping to run up numbers and they never got to risk their life you know whereas back in the day you had to be at the tunnel. You had to, you know, um, let me just, and, and, and while we're here, right, let, let me just read this to you. Because this, this, is, this is where Jack Harlow is right now with his lyrics. 
The suburbs are filled with Ebonics and Trapsonics. Frat boys saying no cap, put racks on it. The dialect got a little splash of some black on it. Caps and gowns bought by the money in dad's pockets. White girls squatting trying to get that ass popping. Caught back talking to their mom and dads often reciting rap lyrics about murder and cash profit. Get to feel like a thug but don't have to act on it. Local homicide rate got them astonished reading about it on a laptop in pajamas. Microsoft Office to complete their assignments. Never seen the hood, still can't help but to have comments. And you think about it, when you're reading those comments, right, and it's talking about somebody then killed somebody or why am my Melly's on trial for murder or, or gun players added with envy, we don't know who be in them comments. But he's talking about all of this of how the comments are running up, really, and a lot of this stuff could be like they talk about the little young gamer kid that be cursing right all the time. And he'd be playing you in Call of Duty, but he'd be cursing you out and he'd be like nine. You know how they be telling no. you? You ever, you ever seen none of those videos? They'll be talking about it, some little kid on the other end that's like 11 or 12. He cussing you out. He got all the words because he kicking your ass at Call of Duty, but he like 11, right? And that's kind of what, you know, and like, you know, he's, he's um you know, he's like, you know, never seen the hood, still can't help but have comments. Never had a con- convo with a kid from that climate. That really has trauma that really got taught to survive by any means, fuck bitches, stack commas, common ground ain't that common. You understand what I'm saying? That that to me is where he took a lot of this album at where you had to kind of be like, hold up, what are you talking about? You know? Yeah, that's what I'm taking in right now. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. And you know, that that to me is that to me is hip hop. And I think he kinda, you know, Jack Harlow's been giving us giving us, you know, We've kind of watched him grow on the internet since before drama really got him signed and he kind of took it to the next level, right? And I think maybe, to me, this album, and I haven't talked to Jack Harlow, I haven't really even seen any interviews, right? To me, a lot of what I got from this album was like, don't compare me to the Machine Gun Kellys, these other guys. Like, I really love this rap shit. Because he even says it in one one line, he's like, yo, like, I'm the best to ever do it since the kid that was that was talking about the craziness, which is Eminem. You understand what I'm saying? Like, he's got a couple of lines in there. And, like, I'm a fan. Like, I ain't going to, and you know me, Britt. I will give it to somebody. I'll be like, bro, this shit is trash. Did you go see his white men can't can jump? Let me tell you something right now about white men can't jump on Hulu. You ain't even got to go see it. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. And yeah, I have yeah. clicked and I have clicked past it every single damn day. I, I and it ain't even about Jack Harlow. I know the you know what it is, and and this ain't just like Jack Harlow. Now that we switching gears, I ain't watched that house party movie either. I'm not a remake dude. You know LeBron and then re, LeBron and then remade House Party, the old kid and play movie. They remade that as well. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I know I watched got, it. Yeah, they I got love they got the dude. They got the dude in it from the shy. Um, the story I think is loosely based on these dudes, uh, they're cleaning dudes or something or whatever they are, but they wind up at LeBron's crib and that's how they decide to have this house party. I don't know when you come from seeing the original house party with kid and play and Robin Harris and full force was in it. And, and, uh, Tisha Campbell and you know, uh, what color, what color Kool-Aid you want? Red or purple? You know, some of these things I, I just, just cause you add an iPhone 14 and it ain't gonna make me want to watch it, Brittany. I just can't do it. You know? I get it. I do. I did try to watch. I literally watched like two minutes of it, and it, the 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 quality of it. I believe I remember it. It seemed like it was shot off an iPhone, but, but the beginning, like for some reason, they were making it seem just like it wasn't professionally edited. And I think that was an a, you know a, an artistic vision, but I I couldn't get into it. But I, that's not to say it was bad because I I watched two minutes of it. Well, but, let, um, let me help you out, Brittany. I think. If you only and Jason usually is like on like level ground when it comes to the two of us, because sometimes I know you think I'm just, you know, I'm looking to jump on you. Jason, if you turn something on and you watch it for two minutes, that's saying it's bad, ain't it? If you turn it off that that I think, Brittany, if you turn it off after two minutes, that's saying it's bad. Also, I ain't no genius and I ain't no TV critic. I'm just a dude with a little lightweight podcast hanging with his homie here. But I think, Brittany, if we turn something on. And we turn it off in two minutes. That's saying it ain't good. 
But you know what? You you know how sometimes some things get good like 10 to 15 minutes in? Or sometimes you even got to watch the first full episode of something. You hated it, but there's nothing else. So you go back to it and then you get hooked. It, I think that could happen. So that's why I always give out hope. And plus my attention span isn't doing too well, you know, with, with, with everything that's going on. So I think that's also it's a me thing. You know, I got to work on my attention span. I don't even believe that. <laughs> you know why I don't believe it? You know why I don't believe it? Because of course, with the way my mind works, it brings to me brings to mind another question. Let me ask you something, Brittany. What? When you're on, when you're on that little xvideos.com or pornhub.com. I don't even know how I know these channels. Redtube.com. I don't even know how I know these channels, Jason, but they come oh, to yeah. mind as I'm thinking about this question. Now, when you've cut on one of those videos, right, and they trying to do a little acting in there, you know, you got some sugar. I live next door. You know I'm Harry's stepmom. Do you turn it off or do you fast forward to the good part? I just need no. to know, Brittany. I'll tell you right now, I look at, there's certain body parts I look at, and if they're nice, that's all I can stand the acting. I'll wait for it. But, so I guess that proves my point, right? You fast forward to what you want to see, right? Yeah, you don't like turn it off. You don't, do you, do you turn it off is my question. No, I don't. <laughs> exactly. So see, you didn't give Jack Harlow and the little white men can't jump a chance. You turned it right off at two minutes. You could have held your remote. Hit fast forward and got to that little ten minute point in front where you said it gets good in ten minutes. Cause when you when you're on, I don't know how I know these channels, X videos, Red Tube, Pornhub, Blacked dot com. You you, you, you fast forward, you fast forward into six minutes and you're like, now we're here. Now we're here. <laughs> Look, I wish we were, but Brittany be like, ain't nobody trying to see you act Mabel, cause that be their real names before they porn name. They name be Mabel, you know. They got that slick porn. They didn't went in the porn office. He like, we need to get you another name, cause Mabel ain't gonna work in this in this in this industry, you know. But you know what? Some people some people need the the script. They need a they need a script before you know seeing two people go at it or three. <laughs> what what keywords are you clicking on? I'm just saying. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> look, look, we, we 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 try to keep this thing. Huh? I said, how do we get here? You know how we got here because you you telling me that you're not saying that white men can't jump isn't a good movie, but you clicked out in two minutes. So I. You know, being the objective thinker that I am here, because a lot of people thought it was you. A lot of people thought you were the objective thinker. I'm having to every week prove myself really? as a very objective thinker here. And so I just wanted really? some real facts. I just wanted some facts of like, do you watch other things and give them two minutes and click out? Or do you use your fast forward function? And now we know that you not only use your fast forward function, but you click on multiple words. <laughs> words that I didn't even know Not, look obviously Jason I'm missing something because I forgot to click on them keywords at the top you, <laughs> hit the explore button <laughs> <laughs> okay look Britt, Britt, when, when we talked earlier we were supposed to be somewhere that we actually missed last week and, and I really want to go here because as always I pride myself on learning something from you or you know when when I have a question about the female persuasion having you here helps me right and so as I so often am I'm scrolling through the gram and something comes up and and there's a young lady who happens to be on the radio in Alabama and she goes by the name of Alabama big shouts out to her and before we even go here I did do my due diligence I dm'd her and I was like yo like this is an interesting perspective to me on on this topic. And I would love it if you, you know, would come on the pod and, you know, it ain't just me. You know, I ain't looking to attack you. I just thought it was like an interesting, you know, topic. And um, I also sent the video to you. Um, not saying that she did anything wrong. I just haven't heard back from her, but I didn't want to let it keep going. And last week we didn't get to it. So I wanted to get to it this week to not only get your perspective on it, but, you know, 
to let the you know the team Eakin fam hear it and and get their thoughts on it as well because it was quite interesting when it comes to the male female uh uh what is the word that they use um i wouldn't uh, dominance is not the word i'm looking for oh dynamic that's it the male female dynamic right and it was just an interesting take and so i want to play her video and um i want to get your take on it first and then i just got some questions Britt. i just got some questions Okay. I got answers. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. I got to get this out because it has been on my mind for a few days now. And if I don't, I'm literally going to explode. Guys, this is for you. I'm not fussing at you because what you don't know, you don't know. So take this as a chance to learn. If you are out with a woman... I don't care how cool she is, if she is your best friend, if she is a tomboy, she may be the coolest girl on the planet. Please do not comment on other women's bodies to us. We don't like it. We just don't. I don't want to hear how a woman's butt looks nice or how her boobs look. I. I'm a tomboy, I'm a cool girl, but I just don't want to hear it. Because what you don't realize is women have fought for years to be treated as an equal in the workplace, as a partner at home, and we should not have to worry about going to work, to the gym, to the grocery store where I'm about to go, without being hit on. We should be treated as human beings, not how we look that doesn't define who we are and you can say something sexual about a woman and you may not realize the woman you're speaking to it's so triggering I am a woman who has been raped I am a woman who has been sexually assaulted I have been hit on in the workplace by bosses not at the job I'm at now I love where I'm at Things happen that women are so afraid to speak up about and talk about and you don't know that you're triggering us and normally if a guy says something like that around me I laugh it off because what you don't know you don't know but these women that you're talking about and the women that you're talking to is somebody's mother somebody's sister somebody's daughter we're people we're not our bodies so please for the love of freaking God stop telling a woman how hot you think another woman is it sucks thank you There's a i ain't even gonna ask nothing or I, or I am gonna ask something the your thoughts that's that's all i'm gonna ask your thoughts and i'm gonna let you have the floor i'm gonna just sit back because sometimes i think that men jump in and we have all these things that we think about it but i think it's only right that the first person who speaks on this is you you have the floor thank you thank you so all right i hear her so loud and clear because this is something that happens all the time okay anytime there is a group setting or just a one-on-one -on -one setting and there's male and female in the same room males feel very comfortable speaking about other women's bodies around women that maybe they feel comfortable with, right? Because typically you would do that. She was saying it in the context of we're just friends or coworkers. There's no, you know, we're not on a date. We're just friends. So I feel her in that it's, it's an uncomfortable situation to be in, to hear men talk about other women's bodies. But everyone's different in that same sentence because I have it happen around me all the time. And sometimes I join in. I don't mind it, right? Like, I don't mind it. Some people might feel uncomfortable about that because it's not even something they want to discuss. But the, the subject's in the air, the, everybody's, you know, continuing it on, and they just kind of sit silently or just shrink on the inside. That's, yeah, it's it can be and you know what you can sometimes what it is is that you men go too far men some men go too far with it meaning that it's not just oh garrett she has a nice butt because i can i can appreciate a nice ass too where i look and i i love to see that you know or a nice my nice boobs or a waist or whatever it is 
And but when you start to go graphic with it, like what you would do with those body parts, stop doing that. Like you're taking it too far. Like we're cool, you know, we're having some laughs with it, we're joking, but you're t- you know, you're doing too much. But some women don't want to hear it at all. You got to read the room. I don't know. You got to know who you're talking to. Okay. And and I'll take all of that. And and let me tell you something right now. If I haven't given you your flowers, I'm going to give them to you again cuz I appreciate the fact that like you are so super open with telling me things. You know what I'm saying? Because like like to your point, right? We don't and to her point, we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. But there's a couple of things that I want to address here. And the first one I want to address is the way that we're using the word triggering now. It's like a it's like a I don't know. To me, it's like a it's like, let me just say everything is triggering, because if I if I deep dive deep enough into it, everybody I talk to, something is triggering them almost. Right. I, I almost be lost some days. And you know me, I kind of got no filter half the time. But something that you mentioned just now that I have to respect is reading the room. Right. Reading, mm-hmm. reading the room. And even as a dude that I do think I damn near almost say anything I'm thinking. But I do think that I have enough respect where, especially if I'm on a date, right? Like reading the room is you're there for that woman. So just to be complimenting other women randomly that she may not have led, I think you just you just definitely ain't reading the room to your point. But yeah, when she started getting deeper into things like, you know, um, things that have happened to her at her job, I think that she's right with that too because if you're a supervisor you just can't say certain things if you to a co-worker you just ain't supposed to be saying certain things that's probably in the job handbook but if i'm me and you hanging out and i'm like rich she kind of hot i don't know where i was wrong at there i just because we cool we talk about but again i guess it goes back to your point of reading the room right i get it if i'm like you didn't already led with and I'm feeling bloated today. I don't feel like myself. And then I just go in. I ain't reading the room. I, I ain't. Yeah. And maybe that's maybe that's the point. She went into so many things, though, that just made me question, like, what happened to just being able to compliment somebody and keep it moving? I, I don't. And maybe that's that's where, you know, I'm, I'm I wanted to talk. And I, like I said, I really wish that she would have come on because she did make points. And, you know, like when she went into things about sexual assault and that thing. And I know we're in a w- very weird and crazy place with that nowadays in a workplace and things that people have done years ago that are just coming out. Everything from Bill Cosby to Jeffrey Epstein. But that's just a dude that's just out here. Right. Woman, go to the gym. I, I, you look nice today. I, is that wrong, too? So you mentioned about the compliment. You're like, well, what? it's just a compliment. It is a compliment to a certain degree and in, in an extent. Okay. It's like I, you got to maybe just I think that what would help is if you're like, oh, she has, you know, she has a she works hard on on her butt. She must or, you know, I don't I think you got to switch it up. Now, you can't just be complimenting asses like that's a nice fat ass. But no. <laughs> right. Like, well, don't be vulgar <laughs> but uh and, and if we're cool you can talk like that around me about other women's bodies because like i said i'll join you but if it's just a girl that's kind of like you know around you don't know her really well or y- y'all are like kind of friendly you got you gotta just play it safe on that one just don't comment until she brings up another woman's body you shut your mouth about well, another woman's well let me body. ask you this let me ask you this you and I, I've seen this on on your social media. You doing orange fit? I mean, yeah, orange, 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 orange theory, orange, orange fit, orange theory, right? Okay. Uh-huh. Now, I happen to be a member there as well. Me and you been in the same class like four or five times. I look at you one day and I be like, "It's working, girl. It's working." And I just keep going. Is that trick? Does do you feel like that's triggering? Do you feel like that's wrong? That I maybe overstep a boundary? Because to me, that just seemed like. That's why you there. And I didn't, yeah. like you said, I didn't do what you, those other things, right? I mean, like, girl, that ass, though. That ass, though. I ain't do all of that. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, because to me, that would be something that I would say, like, not that, that ass part, but I'd be like, girl, it's working. <laughs> girl, it's working. And then I'll keep going. 
Yeah, that's that's good because that that is more like that's not vulgar. Where if you would have been like that ass, I'd be like this. I'd I'd laugh it off, but another girl would be like, oh my god, like I can never come to this class again because this guy is just gonna be staring at my ass the entire time. You know what I'm saying? But like your context of four or five classes and you just saying good, like it's working. I would, that makes me smile every time someone compliments my little booty because I've been working on it. And um, it's but not I just, just the angle. Oh, you just don't want me to be like, girl, that angle you took today, that, that'd that be creepy. No, yeah, that would be creepy. That would be creepy. <laughs> and don't do it every time you see me, you know, just, you know, every other time. How about that? Limit yourself to every other time to complimenting. And... Um, and that's okay, yeah, because that's 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 not vulgar. I think that's what we need. And also, it's hard because some women want to hear it, and then some other women are like, "Don't talk to me, don't." You see the confusion we're going through. We don't know what to do. And then then y'all then you know what you do. You, you get online and you're in these other spaces. Men don't even know how to compliment women no more. What what happened to the real man? And then <laughs> next thing you know, we're triggering. I don't know oh, what to do. Not to say badass though, or like you know what I'm saying. I'm sorry, we have to teach you that. D learn that part already. Just be respectful. There are respectful ways to compliment a woman, like not like a damn. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear you know unless it's from my man. He better be saying that every time I walk past. But. Other than he, that, he probably is saying that with you because he's like, damn, you want to eat again? I got to feed you again? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Give me the card. Actually, I already have the numbers on my phone. I don't need your card. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you I know what? Have... Let me ask you this then. Let me ask you this. You know, this like you told me every other, right? This like our eighth class. We walking in Orange Theory. You walk in the door, I'll be like, hey, beautiful. That's cool. Do we, do we speak every class and say hello? Head nods, oh. maybe. You know, we be like, you know, because we acknowledge each other because I didn't seen you in several classes. Yes. You can say, hey, beautiful. I think that that's still respectful. Wait a minute. So uh. you're saying in 2023, <laughs> hey, beautiful is okay? This is a change, Brittany. Is hey, no, beautiful. No, 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 no. If you put that in my DMs, you're getting blocked. Say that to me in person as a greeting. I I I see what you see too. I know. Oh. I know. Oh. <laughs> I guess. Look, I feel like you kind of set me in my place right there. I don't even. I don't even have a follow up right there. <laughs> Finally, how many episodes have we done this? <laughs> Okay, well, I, I think I have some understanding. Look, anybody that, you know, that wants to jump in on this topic, this 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 one might be a continuation because I feel like and look, to Miss Alabama, I like I said, I the I thought that I honestly thought the post was interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like and I think, you know, we've talked about this, Brittany, of, of learning something on this pod and, and and you know, there's there's different ways of looking at things. And it was a lot to unpack and like as she started as she kept talking, I was like, Well well, damn like as a man i'm almost i'm almost nervous now like i like on the one hand you see someone doing something nice you want to, the, the world needs more compliments and more you know but you did kind of give me some insight when i was like girl it's working and i just kind of keep on and it's not creepy i'm not like yeah you're not lingering you're like staring you're like it's working lick your teeth or something you know like no, just keep it keep it simple. But I was also like, uh, like, did you read any of the comments on it? Like, no, but I, I know you like the comments. What 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 are the comments saying? I think I did when we first discovered it, and then I kind of, you know. Oh, yeah, because um, well, okay, like this is from a guy's perspective, which okay, uh, pretty unfair to speak for all women. My girlfriends will point out other women's bodies before I do. Right, so his girlfriend does that it's okay in their situation but again you see how she, he said that she does it first that's right. it, that tells you that she's okay with it you know and a lot of the times you just don't know you're not sure so you're um, saying so you're saying that you don't agree with alabama's point because she said no women like this she did she said no women like it didn't she say that 
She did say that. She said that. And and I agree with her for the most part, though. I really do because men do it wrong. That's the issue with it. And then you're talking about other women's body parts. She may not feel comfortable about her own body. Right. And you're complimenting this woman's boobs or her butt. She doesn't have the same boobs or butt. And it's like, you're just bringing her down. So instead of doing that, talk more respectively about women. You know, like, oh, she's pretty. She. I wonder what she's like. I wonder what her personality is like. Maybe switch though to, to those kind of compliments versus just focusing on their bodies because we do have a lot of pressure on us about keeping in shape and looking a certain way. And, you know, we're all different shapes and sizes. And no matter what, we always think like it's not good enough unless it's that picture perfect body. And it's so hard to do to get and to upkeep, by the way. Um, plus with plastic surgery. So there's just a lot of girls that don't look like what men like to grovel grovel over so don't talk to them about those things is what i'm saying well i'm gonna apologize for you know some of these actions but i also have to say that a lot of men be confused and for that let me clear it for you what are you confused about you want me to tell you what confuses a lot of men you let me tell you. Let me, let me. You want me. You want me to give you because you know every week I got one or two things that sit this whole thing straight. You I'm, want me to give I'm you? Really I can give you. I can honest. I can give you one thing right now that causes a lot of the confusion for these men out here that don't really understand reading the room. Because see, I'm lucky. I got you because you know you're ready to put me in my place at any time. I got sisters. I got aunts. Yeah, a, a, a lot of a lot of dudes don't have that. Now, see, see, I'm with you, and I go to get out of line, and you just we gonna probably make a scene because you ready to put me right back in line. I got that. Everybody <laughs> ain't got that, but I can yeah. tell you right now that if women stop this one thing, it would cut the confusion down by forty percent. Oh Jesus, <laughs> by forty percent. I love how you just pulled the number out here. <laughs> okay, all right, forty percent difference right here. Let's hear it. You want it? Yes. I blame Lululemon and all them other yoga pants. <laughs> no. No, I it's do. it. I, look, let me tell you something no. right now. Let me tell you something right. Let me tell you something right now. Every man has a plan. He thinks he knows exactly what he should say to you. And then y'all come around the corner and them yoga pants. His thoughts is all jacked up he can't focus he don't and especially the younger they are these young dudes already barely know how to say hello they already nervous they already nervous if they can't text you or go on your dms they really don't know what to say man you come around in them and them, look look this is a compliment so don't shoot the messenger ladies them lululemons you and i'm a britney later for djing i wish i wish that as a child I would have known how to sew and I would have created the yoga pant. <laughs> I do. I do. All the and no one taught you. What a shame. No, nah, my mom, they would, my mom showed me the sewing machine. Like it was right there. Like my mom oh. sewed and grandmother sewed. My grandmother made quilts and all kinds of stuff. So I had the opportunity. I just didn't understand, you know, as a business person at 12, man. <laughs> This yoga pants idea could be the way. So, ladies, look, look, even Miss Alabama, I just want you to to know I, I do take. And we joke all the time, Britt, but, but I'm being serious, though. Like, seriously, women, y'all are the best thing to ever happen to this world. Seriously, like we play, we do. But without y'all, I don't care about all these dudes. I don't. I just don't. I got my boys. That's it. My family shouts out to Jay. Shouts out to Nola. Shouts out to my man Jarvis, of course. You know, those, those are my people right there. That's my. That's kind of like my core. My man JC. I got a lot of good, dope dude friends. They not getting in front of y'all. They not. Not at no event I have. They not. <laughs> Let me just, I just go ahead and be honest. So, ladies, I apologize for the dudes who don't quite understand how to how to you know properly. Every day ain't all as witty as me either, Brittany. You see how I came up with that? I was like, I was like. Girl, it's it's working. It's working, girl. Instead of see, I I looked at her, and in my mind, in my mind, Britt, it was like that ass though. That ass though. Yeah, yeah. that and, ass and though. That's fine. 
That's fine because we all have intrusive thoughts. I can't even hold that against you, okay? But it's the discipline to know better of what actually comes out your mouth, okay? So I respect that. Jason, this is two weeks in a row. This is two weeks in a row that Brittany has almost given me a compliment. Almost. <laughs> Not quite a compliment yet, but what almost. And that's good. You do it right. You're doing okay. it right. You're okay. being respectful about it. Okay. So 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 if we could Wait, sum it up. My boys are respectful. Like let me tell you something. Okay. Like like let me tell you something. Like I give my my boys lead the way. Like let me like I'm gonna give my boy JC his flowers <laughs> right now. My boy JC, like I love to hear about good men. Is he single? No, I'm just kidding. No, he's single. <laughs> Married, family, the Colston clan. But 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 let me let me tell you what's so what's so dope about like this is one of the best conversations I've ever had with JC. And I hope you don't mind me telling this story, right? JC and Steph, husband and wife, retired military. Big shout out to the whole clan, uh, Bree, Jaden, Jace, Journey, right? That's, that's that's the core of the clan, right? And I literally go to their house and it's Eakin. I fall asleep on their couch like I've been living there for years. The kids just be like, what up? We hang out, like whatever. I go to for dinner. Journey take my phone and make all kind of videos. And she's four, right? This is how, this is the Colston clan. This is my family. And I remember one time I was talking to JC and we were talking about, I might've asked him to do something. And he was like, yo, let me check with Steph and then I'm gonna get back to you or whatever. And he was explaining to me how a lot of times like, Younger dudes or hear her other people talk about, man, I ain't got to tell my lady nothing. I do what I want to do. And he was like, bro, be clear. I'm grown. I do what I want to do. But this is my partner. This is my this is where the core starts at. So I don't check with her necessarily for what you would per se call. I'm getting permission from Steph. What I check for her for is that's a respect. And this is my family. And she might have had some plan that we all doing together. So I'm just checking the family calendar. And you know what I'm saying? And that was such a dope perspective because you know a lot of times dudes to your point we are like man ain't no chick telling me what to do this and that and the other man the coasting clan let me tell you something right now when i talk to the coasting clan and jc the mate the, the leader of the coasting clan was steph right there the coasting clan start with the coasting clan first and then it branch out you understand what i'm saying like we doing for the unit first and and i think that's such a dope way to look at it and i'll be talking to jc man i'll be like bruh like that's my dude. And like, you know, sometimes we got these friends and you you don't give them their flowers because they doing it right. And I ain't saying everything is perfect because I don't know that. But just the dynamic but, of how they move. And I'm not trying to put their business in the street or just, you know, what they do was as, as a family. I know. Right. I don't think I'm doing anything wrong with that. I hope they wouldn't take any offense to that because I think more men need to hear that, that that's, oh, that's normal. That's uh, vital to a healthy relationship and for an easier relationship together because you're both on the same page. You both right. know what's up. You're not stepping on each other's, you know, feet to for one to feel have a good day and for the other one to have a crappy one. You see what right. I'm saying? Yep. You prevent that. And that is so like that to me is I see so much longevity with that because right. that's how it should be. So I'm yes. glad you said that. That's beautiful. Yeah. I'm gonna have that one. You never gonna meet them because those are my people I really care about, and I don't really let everybody meet my people. Those are my people. Now nah, I'm playing. <laughs> Shouts out to the Coastal Clan, though. Those are my people over there. Uh, Brittany, um, we're we're about to get out of here, but if you could sum up, you know, you know, as we're talking about men triggering women, if you had one piece of advice for that dude that you know he would like to compliment, but you know, to Miss Alabama's point. You know, sometimes it's it's do, it's being taken in a different way. We'd be like, man, we 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 just out here, we just trying to give women, give the women they props, give them they flowers. Give give us one piece of advice on you know on doing it the right way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it like this because now that you you said that, I actually have a perfect example. This is what I want you men to do. I want you to go online. I want you to buy yourself a little book with with the English vocabulary in it. And it has all kinds of new words in there to, to help you describe a beautiful woman or what you like about her. And you use these new words to compliment the woman. And you'll be on the safe side from there on. You shouldn't, they also, shouldn't they also read the room, though, too? And reading the room should go with oh, that, right? Well, I, I, 
don't have that 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 gift necessarily to read a room so start with reading a real book <laughs> with real words and then you know that way at least if you read the room wrong you did it respectfully so uh yeah yeah be, think of anything you're about to say how would this woman take what is this res, uh, the most respectful way i can say it how about that ask yourself that question before you say it out loud is this the most respectful way i can compliment this woman or have I just reduced her to a body part? Boom. Okay, you know, you know. Guess that was our first taste of, you know, real advice from, you know, Brittany's got this new thing coming, you know, where she gives advice. I think we can classify that as the first week of her really giving good advice. Um, at least I didn't get smacked around this week. I feel good about that. I, mean, I got a compliment again, too. I, I think I'm going places with this DJ can podcast. I swear to God, I think I am. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we appreciate everybody rocking with us here, man. Uh, and so glad to be back. Brittany, as always, where can they find you at online? Oh, I am at Brunch with Brittany on TikTok and on Instagram. Hit the follow, tell your friends, share more of this to come. Oh, yeah. And also to everybody, too, I want to apologize because I know we've been talking about the clips being on YouTube and it's been a bit of a hang up because I have been super busy. But now I got the team in place. So all the clips will start appearing tonight along along with the whole show. And you can see all of that and follow us on Twitter and all that good stuff and getting the digital pop. And I, uh, I am DJ Eakin at DJ Eakin across all channels and platforms at DJ Eakin TV on the YouTube. And shouts out to Jason, of course, who keeps it, you know, all level, the radio influence family um, every week right here the dj Eakin podcast brit um i appreciate your insight and not letting me you know walk off a cliff and and crash and burn in the compliment space and not look and and not get canceled in 2023 because i think i'm doing it right you know yeah you're good you're good this time they still canceling folks out here Brittany. i'm trying to stay in the lines i'm trying to just just we have to you'll be fine though i think you'll stay in the lines you're good i'm gonna get that book Get the book. I'll send it to you for real. It's really good to just even up your vocabulary and, and you know, it's good for you, for your brain. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shouts out to everybody, man. We gone. <laughs> Bye. Catch all new episodes of the DJ Eakin podcast with Brittany Gonzalez dropping every Friday. Subscribe and listen wherever you get your podcast fix.